everybody. Thank you so much for joining me yet again today. I really appreciate it. And I want to share with you a concept that I was sharing with my mentoring group this morning. Uh, We have a group that meets every morning at 5 o'clock here in Utah. And it's just been absolutely phenomenal. I've really enjoyed it. And this morning, I was sharing with them about how important celebrating is. I know that many times we'll celebrate the big things, the anniversaries, the holidays. Valentine's Day just finished here for us at the time of this recording. And, you know, you could go get some roses for, what, like 50 bucks a a dozen or whatever. And many people felt obligated to do that. And I was talking with my husband and I said, no, wait until the day after when they're back down to $10 a bundle. (laughs) Because so often we don't celebrate every day. And I want to invite you to start celebrating something every single day. The little things are so important. A while back when I worked in an office, when I worked at the school, I had a an acquaintance or a peer who every day would come in and I, I called this person an energy vampire because every day something horrible was going on in their life. And I had listened to this for a couple of months and this morning, this particular morning when this person came in, and talked about how they had gotten a flat tire on the way to work. I was like, well, congratulations. And they were like, what are you talking about? How can you say congratulations? I just told you I got a flat tire on the way to work. And I said, no, I'm talking about all the other times. I said, we are now two months into school. And this this is the first time you've come to me and complained about a flat tire. So that means that every single day you have made it here without a flat tire. Celebrate that. I said, from now on, every time you pull into the parking lot, celebrate. I made it to work safe. I didn't have a flat tire. My car worked just fine. Woohoo! Do the Snoopy dance. You guys have heard me talk about the Snoopy dance before. I invite you to start doing the Snoopy dance throughout the day. I've started running again. <laughs> I ran a lot in the military, didn't really enjoy it. And the other day I was out walking and it was cold. And this lady comes running past me and all she had on was a sweatshirt and a hat and some gloves. And I was like, and she was all happy and she's like, how you doing? I'm like, I'm doing good. I was like, wait a minute. I'm my own heater. I don't need to be cold. I can run. And then that little voice in my head says, oh, you hate to run. No, I used to hate to run. Now I like to run because it keeps me warm. (laughs) And so I started jogging a little bit and I was like, wow, I can run. I'm 51 years old. I haven't ran in over 15 years and I can still run. And so I've started building running back into my workout routine, but I have not I say to myself, I enjoy working out because it builds strength and stamina. 
And so I'll be running and I'll I'll run up a hill or something. When I get to the top of the hill, I'll do the Rocky theme and, you know, I'll celebrate a little bit and then I'll continue on my way or I'll be getting tired and I'll say, okay, when I get to that mailbox up there, then I can take a break if I want. And then I celebrate. I made it. Yay. Celebrate. And I'm going to walk for a little bit and then I'll run some more. Another thing that I've implemented in my life is I have transition time between my appointments. And oh my goodness, I talked about this uh, last week, how transition time has really changed my life because I wrap up whatever I've been doing. I celebrate the fact that I did it and I got it done. And then I put away all of the tools that I needed to complete that that object or complete that task is would be a much better word. <laughs> and then I, I celebrate. I say, yay, good job, Snoopy dance, whatever it calls for. And then I pull out the next thing and I start working on that. And the accomplishment that I feel has just been absolutely phenomenal. And the other day, um, I was running errands and um, I was leaving the bank and going from place to place. And I realized I'm going to start putting transition time into my out of my office time as well, because I had a list of things to do and I had implemented a couple of things that I had not planned on doing. And so when I came out of the bank, I was like, okay, now I've got to go do this errand over in Lehigh. And I got in my truck and I started to go, well, it was right at rush hour traffic. And not only that, but one of the stoplights had stopped working. It had malfunctioned. And so during stop, during um, rush hour traffic, a stoplight had broken. And so people, it was a four-way stop. So it was taking, oh my goodness, the traffic was really backed up. Whereas if I would have just taken a moment, checked my watch and said, okay, where am I? What's my next action step and what time is it? You know, just taking a few seconds to plan and and remember, hey, remember, you made that decision to add some extra things in. So now check with your, you know, check in with your schedule, see where you're at. If I would have done that, it would have saved me quite a bit of time. And so I am committing to you, my friends and listeners, that I am going to start transition time even when I'm out of the office and see what happens. I know that when I implemented it in the classroom, it made a huge difference for my students, huge difference for my students. And so why it took me so long <laughs> to figure that out in my office, I don't know. <laughs> but I'm now implementing it and I invite you to do the same. Put in some transition time between each task. Put in some transition time when you're when you're changing from say coming home. And I know that many people have a tendency to carry work home with them or home to work. And if it's a loving, caring, incredible environment, awesome. Carry that with you everywhere you go. But guess what? Even the most loving, caring homes at times can get crunchy. And so if you find yourself in a crunchy environment, take a moment after you leave that environment, because I promise you, you will. It will always be in that environment unless, my friend, you take it with you. If you are always in a crunchy environment, 
That's because you carry your crunchy environment with you. I invite you to set that crunchy environment down. I invite you to pick up a loving, caring, exciting environment because you choose the environment that goes around you. That's your choice. I was talking to my my clients and my friends this morning on my mentoring group about every morning I wake up, that alarm goes off. I'm tired sometimes. Oh my goodness, I only had a few hours of sleep or I didn't sleep well or whatever. My alarm goes off at 4.30 in the morning. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm tired. But I immediately thank the Lord. I love my life. Thank you, Lord, for another day that I get to wake up and become the person you see in me because he sees me as perfect. He sees me as whole. He sees me as this incredible person and that he has in, he loves. And I remember John three sixteen. for God so loved the world. He gave his only begotten son that whoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And I was recently journaling and and writing about this, and I was like, wow, do I really think that I can do something to upset God so much that he stops loving me when he shows me that kind of love? There's nothing that I can do to distance myself from God except distance myself from God by saying he doesn't love me. Or by saying, I'm not lovable, that distanced me. When I turn away from God, he, I love, I love a song. I can't think of the name of it, but the lyrics are, when I walk away, you take off running and come right after me. And I love that. And I equate that with my husband as well as with God, because when I turn away, that means that I have stopped working, you know, that I've, I've disconnected. God hasn't disconnected. I have. And I have this very clear mental picture of as I turn away from him, he's right behind me, right there just for that split. You know, whenever that hopeful moment when I'm going to turn back to him and he never, ever forsakes me, he never, ever leaves me. And I want to, I want to pass that love and that acceptance and that belief onto you. That is my goal for today. Is that you are loved beyond measure. Not only by God, but by family. And I know, I know, sometimes that people let us down. They don't show us the way, you know, that that we need to be loved. Or, you know, my husband didn't do such and such. Or my, my kids are always making a mess. Or... I wish they would just help a little bit. I invite you to come from an area of gratitude. When you walk into your kitchen and your kitchen's a mess because your kids had a late night snack, be grateful for that. Because if your kids were suddenly gone, you would miss those messes. Or when you get to your work safely, celebrate. Say, thank you, Lord, for getting me here safely. Because there are accidents on the highways every single day. And people do not make it through sometimes. You never know when your last moment with someone is. And so celebrate each moment with them. 
celebrate the love, celebrate the caring, celebrate the togetherness that you have because it's important. Learn what you can from others. Teach what you know and love. I know that's, I keep coming back to that. But the other day, I had the most profound feeling. I was in church and we were we were singing a song and we were singing this song, Break My Heart for What Breaks Yours. And I had the most profound feeling of loss and and um it's hard it's hard to describe. <laughs> but it was this feeling of disconnect and this feeling of isolation and just utter loss. And I was so saddened for from it. I just started crying in in church and I just I couldn't stop crying. And my husband asked me, Honey, what's wrong? I said, It's gonna be okay. Just give me a moment. <laughs> and so I realized that part of my mission is not just to help people tame the bully between their ears, but it's also to let people know how much they are loved. And so I invite you today to tap into that love, tap into that celebration, tap into that glory of who you are and who you were created to be and start accepting good things in your life. There are good things, no no matter how bleak it may look. I know that these many, many of these podcasts have to do with with love and they have to do with making the decision to enjoy your life and they have to do with with um, some changes, some just little changes that you can make that absolutely profoundly affect the way you live. I want to invite you to reach out to me and let me know how things are going. Let me know that, hey Jeannie, this is the little change that I did the other day. I was speaking with a former student of mine yesterday, uh, Cindy Rivas. She graduated, oh my goodness, years ago, probably about eight years ago or so. And it was so neat to retouch base with her and, and just say, hey, how you doing? And then I also had a student um, at a school that I did a training for in Washington, I just felt like I should reach out to him. He had, I had invited the students of the school to start a conversation with somebody they didn't really know, but wanted to know. And this was a few years ago. And he sent me an email right after that and said, hey, you wanted me to start a conversation with someone I didn't know. And I want to know you better. So I'm sending you an email. (laughs) It was so neat. Well, I hadn't heard from him for a while. And so I reached out to him on Facebook and just said, hey, hey, Lewis, how you doing? I haven't heard from you for a while. And um, that was back in, in, um, I think it was January that I sent that, or it might have been February, but I think it was January. And he said, I'm so sorry, I'm just getting back to you now. And I said, no, it's the perfect time. And he said, how can it be the perfect time? And I said, because you had the time to read it, and I had the time to respond. He's like, oh, okay. (laughs) So celebrate the fact that you have people all around you. You have people who love and support you. You have people who care for you. You have people that love you. And if you don't think you do, I'm here. And you may be thinking, oh, but you don't know me. You don't know what goes on inside my head. God does. 
and he still loves you. And I do. And I still love you. Because guess what? I have the same little voices in my head (laughs) or big voices or, you know, those things that sometimes tear you down. But guess what? You can stop those voices. I always say, clean cup, move down. And that reminds me that let's leave that situation and move on to a better situation. Learn what I need to learn from it and then move on. And that clean cup move down comes from my uh, daughter's little Alice in Wonderland video, Disney Alice in Wonderland, where the Mad Hatter is sitting around the table. It's the Disney version, um, the cartoon one, not the one that has Johnny Depp in it, but um, a cartoon one from a long time ago. She's now 28, and so that tells you kind of how old that is. But the Mad Hatter and all his friends are sitting around the table and all of a sudden they'll just yell, clean cup, move down, clean cup, move down. And they all move down to a new clean cup of tea and start drinking it. And I just love that analogy and that picture in my mind that when something is happening that that um, I'm struggling with, I can look for a new perspective. I can change what I'm looking at. That doesn't mean that that um, horrible things don't happen or that I ignore them or, or hide from them. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is somewhere in that pile of poo is a gold nugget. <laughs> I was writing in my book, uh, Taming the Bully Between Your Ears, the other day, and I was talking about in the valleys, in those difficult times, is where you find the gold nuggets. And so spend some time mining for gold today. If you're down in the dumps, you're down in the valleys, you're having a difficult time, there's gold in there somewhere, my friend. Something that you need to learn, something that you need you need to look for and ask some questions. If you want better quality answers, ask better quality questions. So ask yourself, what do I need to learn? Why is this happening? Because everything happens for a reason and that reason is there to serve you. So take a moment and find out what that reason is. Take a moment and look for that gold. And then take a moment and celebrate, my friends. Celebrate, celebrate. We do the Snoopy dance. So play the Snoopy dance music. Um, It's called Linus and Lucy. George Winston is my composer, or not composer, I apologize, my pianist of choice. And so he plays that and we Snoopy dance and we celebrate. And I invite you guys to start a ritual in your home or in your life of something that you celebrate. And so every time now I hear that music, I celebrate and we have fun and it lifts it up, lifts us up. It energizes us. It gets us going again. And it's just absolutely phenomenal. Reach out to me. Let me know how you're celebrating. Let me know what gold nuggets you have found. My email is genie at geniesiscometh.com. I look forward to hearing from you. Let others know about this podcast and, and let them get a little ray of sunshine as well. That was really neat. I had a lady send me an email the other day and said, Jeannie, you're such a ray of sunshine. I was like, oh, thank you. So share it with others. If you're finding value, if you're finding joy and little things that you can do, please share it with others. 
Let's continue to help and uplift and support one another. Again, my email is genie at geniesiscometh.com. Computers and drugs, Cisco Meth. <laughs> Have an absolutely fabulous day, my friend. Thank you so much for joining me yet again. Let me know how I can be of service. Have a fabulous day. Thank you so much and bye for now. Mm-hmm.